Welcome to Axiom 777. Hey, what's up guys? I'm your host, Ken Ham, and welcome to Axiom 777. Now, I know it's been a while, and I have made some changes, so let me give y'all a brief update. Due to the long-anticipated fall of the BMP, I concluded that this station served its purpose. However, after much deliberation, I've decided to turn Axiom 777 into an official AGS news radio station. I've learned that I really do love journalism and would like to continue to host this station. And conveniently enough, I happened to make my resurgence right at one of the busiest times of the AGS year, Election Week. Also, don't forget to stay tuned for a very special interview with a very special guest at the end of the show. Now, enough small talk, let's get in it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year. I hope your day is going well. And what better way to start off the new year than with a new show? Or maybe a bottle of sparkling cider. Alright, let's get into this. First, I want to talk about Mr. Patton's race in the District 3 House. It was a pretty good match with Cheney as the Democratic candidate and Patton as the Republican one. But unfortunately, for the Democrats at least, Cheney dropped the race for personal reasons undisclosed to the public. Two days ago, maybe one. Leaving good old Mr. Patton unopposed. Now, this is a positive as well as a negative. The way this is a positive is pretty obvious to all. Patton has a very clear shot into the House of Representatives, giving the Republicans a solid seat. But on the downside, more so on a personal level, running unopposed just isn't fun. With a lack of competition, it can feel easier, just plain dull. However, no one can argue that regardless of the personal expenditure, Mr. Patton will be District 3's House representative. The next topic that I have outlined here is poor creator Ott. Mr. Ott was dismissed yesterday by President Hayes due to inactivity, a terrible spell. Now, I know people who are supportive or unsupportive of this decision, but let me say I agree with the President. Having gone inactive in the past due to unfortunate and unforeseen circumstances, I know the effect it can have on co-workers and depending on the position, simulation as a whole. The consistent inactivity of a creator can cause serious detriment and chaos when it comes to logistics and technical workings. Sorry, Mr. Ott, you will be missed. And speaking of creators, another hot topic in AGS, the creator elections are to be finalized tonight as creators elect Strom and Stark await their confirmation by both Congress and the Senate. I'm sorry, and the President. Two strong candidates. I would like to publicly congratulate them both for winning the election, especially Mr. Stark, who won the runoff against Mr. Rond. Congratulations to both candidates. You earned it. Lastly, I would like to address the recently ratified Boyles Amendment, written in dedication to the former POTUS, Tyrone Boyles. The amendment is a massive one, fixing many controversial issues in AGS, the prime three being a reset, governor districts, and creator council reform. The first issue, a reset, has been whispered around AGS for quite some time now. And thanks to Mr. Rockefeller, we have it. Starting Monday, AGS will return to the year 1998, undoing all legislation heretofore accomplished, allowing a fresh start and new challenges. How fitting that a reset is to be carried out at the start of a new year. Ah, the symbolism kills me. The second issue, Governor's Districts, 
had been an idea placed under much scrutiny for a very long while. But regardless of former public opinion, thanks to the Boyles Amendment, we have those districts, giving governors more power and voice as well as a political significance. This position is bound to attract many newcomers as well as veterans to try this new system out. And the last issue, the Creator Council, dang, Rockefeller had a field day making this, has undergone some revisions due to the amendment. One example of this is the Creator Runoff, which calls for, and I quote, Upon vacancy within the Creator Council, one individual per vacancy shall be nominated for each Creator Council vacancy by a general election. The winner of the two remaining individuals per seat will be decided through a general runoff election. The winner going to the House of Representatives for confirmation, end quote. Interesting developments and many more to come in the following weeks. Stay tuned to hear my interview with President Hayes in just a moment. Welcome, Mr. President, to the show. Thank you for joining me. And uh, how are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me on. Great, great. I'm just going to questions you know i don't like wasting time so uh the first question i would like to ask is how do you feel being kind of thrust into the presidency you know cromwell kind of just resigned abruptly without giving any reason i just wanted to ask like how does it feel just being thrust right in well as you know i have the unique privilege uh to serve as as president um as someone who wasn't ever elected the position so uh i was as he said thrust into the position um really with no warning. I, I'll be honest, I was preparing for the day that that might happen either through um, there were threats of impeachment from a lot of members of the Republican Party. Um, there was also um, just really um, uncertainty that he had wanting to keep the position. Um, and so I, I, I mentally and I quite literally prepared myself um, in the event that so, if something were to happen, um, you know, as a vice president, you should always be ready to assume the position as president. And that's exactly what happened. So I remember uh, one day, it's a funny story. He just said, um, you're trying to be president. And I said, uh, what's going on now? Because he said something like that um, a few times before, usually when he threatened, or McCain threatened him after he insulted. Uh <laughs> Uh, like like with the example when he insulted McCain's girlfriend, um, I think they were trying to get the votes to impeach him. And mm. so I had just been prepared since that day. And I thought, oh, something else happened. And he said, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Um, and you've just been tired of it. I think um, he, he was someone that was very independent, didn't like people telling him what to do. Um and there's just so much, and I, and I understand that, that too. There's a lot of demand from your own party. And, uh, and so he just said, you know what, uh, enough is enough. And I had, there was no warning. He didn't even, I think, read my DM until after he resigned. And so I had like about five DMs a second later of people saying, hey, congratulations, Mr. President. I'm like, what, 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 what happened? <laughs> and I checked the post, and I remember just sitting there in awe. Uh, mouth wide open for about a good 30 seconds. <laughs> it, it was Goodness. a um, very big day. And it was, I, I'd planned to do some, some stuff 
in real life, uh, focus on a few things I needed to do. Uh, but I ended up staying up for a while that night um, on AGS, just answering people's DMs, preparing myself for what was ahead. Wow. Yeah, I completely agree. That was my reaction when I opened, opened the text. I go on AGS, just op- open it up, and right off the back, I resign. Oh, my goodness. What, yeah. What, 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 it's, it's insane. But, uh, yeah, it's such a tumultuous uh time in the in the white house um are the responsibilities like new to you do you feel like overwhelmed with the presidency or do they kind of resemble the vice presidency era you know i i'd never really had um i'll I'll go back when i first became president pro tempore of the senate and i i'd served um as best i could for about i think 11 years um and so in 2070, I think, pro tempore Jefferson, um, who's a good friend of mine, he came up to me and he said, um, this is back when Richardson had planned on running and he'd chosen uh, Jefferson as his running mate. And um, so Jefferson, they've been trying to find someone that was adequate for the position um, that would do well. And, they, and so Jefferson saw potential in myself and uh, he'd prepared me for the position um we for quite a few hours were talking um as we usually do they were showing me the ropes and preparing me for what was ahead um as <laughs> as vice president there's not much that that you can do so what i did was um you know help out when i can when cromwell was online and when he was busy um you know doing my part in the situation room i was uh, i found responsibilities that i could do myself uh, for example, when Cromwell nominated um, a bunch of people for his cabinet uh, in this next term, um, I was I, I made it my mission to get every single one of them uh, confirmed by the Senate and to prepare them for their hearings. So that was something that I, that I did. But overall, um, wasn't really a lot of mentorship from anyone. Uh, and that's same thing is true for the presidency. But I feel like um, from watching him, I've definitely been prepared. There's not too much. Uh, there's been a couple of things where people have asked me, like, hey, uh, have you done this yet? And I'm like, oh, I need to do that. <laughs> um, so, you know, you just adapt and you overcome. And um, it, it's not as stressful as one would think. Uh, it's definitely something that um, I didn't get too much help with. But people, the people around me um, you know, uh, been really helpful helpful to me in any way that they can be. And I have a really good staff, but I just hired um, Tyrone Boyles as my chief of staff. Um, and then of course, Vice President Hayes, who's been a good friend of mine for a while, uh, really consider him a partner. And uh, we've just been working that way. It's working pretty well. That's great, that's great. Sounds very good. Um, do you feel like you will run for president when the time comes, like you know, after you finish Cromwell's tenure yeah well um i'll start off by saying uh i do not plan on <laughs> i don't plan on resigning um I, I i think that there were merits behind the resignation of, of resignations of both um presidents richardson and cromwell um but i'm going to do my best not to be put in a position to resign um i think that's just a dangerous trend that was set um and i'm gonna you know 
hopefully my like part of my legacy will be um, stopping that. Um, as I as of right now, um, I'm planning on serving out the rest of this term, um, doing my best, uh, leading the country in the wake of the reset. I know that's coming next week, um, and doing my best as president now. Um, you know, when the time comes, I will just you know make a decision. I talk with friends of mine on continuing to serve. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a big, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I, I'm projecting it to be a big race, um, whether it's a, a, a primary opponent um, and also whoever the Democrats choose to put up against me if I were to decide to run. Um, and weighing out all those options is going to be a big part of my decision. Okay, okay. Well, sounds really good. Um so what, what will your administration like be like? How will it differ from Cromwell's and what changes do you plan on implementing? Sure. So we've already established um, new secretaries. I think uh, I helped President Cromwell in, in finding and picking a cabinet. Um, of course, as you know, a lot of secretaries resign midterm um, for reasons. Maybe they, like for one example, um, nominated to the CC, uh, ran for governor or um, other things like that. And so I've um, continued his legacy in that regard of appointing really qualified people to the cabinet. Um, I think where I differ, one main policy difference that I've already established is that um, I don't personally believe in presidential pardons um, unless there's reason, unreasonable doubt that um, they were either innocent at the time of conviction or they have reformed um, so greatly that they, there's no possibility of them ever committing um, any sort of crime whatsoever. Um, so at this point, I don't see anyone that fits those criteria. Uh, therefore, I don't see myself pardoning anyone at this time or in the near future of my administration. Okay, okay. Sounds like very good uh, good reforms. I did know notice that Cromwell did pardon more than anyone I've ever seen, um, any president I've ever seen pardon. <laughs> Uh, pardon anybody so technically he's the only president i've ever seen pardon anybody so first time he did i was like what is what is that even in the constitution but anyway um as a republican i'm sorry he he pardoned um he pardoned i think as many people as as acting president under uh president thaddeus when he was speaker than he did as president as well just a fun fact uh i remember (laughs) Oh wow, that's that's good information. Goodness, as a um, as a Republican, how do you feel about the the coming elections this week? I'm really confident in all the in most of the races. I think one to watch is District 17 with Moore, and uh, I think it's David. Um, that's going to be mm-hmm. a close one as well as District Five and Seven. Um, I, I think Jackie uh, Kennedy um, Onassis or whatever her last name is. Um, She's been doing some really great things, especially with the um, administration and under the Cromwell administration as as HUD secretary. Uh, Amazing work. I think she definitely deserves a chance in Congress. Um, Hope the American people decide to uh, put her in Congress, see what she can do. She's done an outstanding job um, so far. But I think for as usual, I think it's the standard is that the GOP does really well in these races. Um, I like to, um, you know, I am 
<laughs> I guess I, I guess um, some would say I'm the leader of the party as as president in the highest position. Uh, but I, I will say that I do want to see more competition from the Democrats. Um, it's no one thrives and uh, it's, it's just not as fun in a dominated sim. Um, I've always been an advocate for more competition from all sides. Um, if we can have a consolidated party um, under the Democrats, that uh, I think what they need to do is um, get strong and stable leadership and also recruit a lot of people. I think if they do that, they have one steady leader that leads them and is able to uh, lead them in the long term like Rockefeller has, um, then I think they'll be set and they'll do well in these elections. I agree. I agree. The, the Democrats have, have had a very interesting history thus far. Um, they do need more left-wingers. Uh, it's just... This is a work in progress, I, I suppose, that they'll have to to um, deal with in the coming days. Okay, well, thank you very much, Mr. President. Uh, thank you for answering the questions. I uh, thank you for coming on today. And um, I do wish you luck in your future administration. And uh, this is kind of late, but congratulations on the presidency. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Thank you very much. Thanks. Hey, y'all, I hope you enjoyed today's broadcast of Axiom 777, and I pray that you will find yourselves back this way on Thursday for more news and interviews. Good luck to all congressional as well as creator candidates. I pray for nothing more than your success. Once again, I'm your host, Ken Ham, here on Axiom 777. Thank you, and good night.